0: to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all of the masterpieces and trash the pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we are finally at our final episode of Pride Month. finally, actually. That makes it sound like I'm glad. Like, yeah. I'm not glad. But it's been a great Pride Month. Yeah. You're not glad you're proud. I'm glad I'm, Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> we're back and we're as professional as ever. Um, so we've discussed mostly good films this month with the exception of one bad film that was still massively entertaining Uh, and we're here to discuss another good film today and for our final Pride Month guests of the year we have a couple that love discussing horror films just as much as we do and cover just as many masterpieces and trash to pieces as we do. They made us watch Jaws of Revenge when we were guests on their podcast and we've just about managed to forgive them for making us sit through it just about just just, just about. about we're still having nightmares about michael kane and his jokes this yes, day. yes um it's the amazing hilarious and always entertaining sergio and cody from the horror bandwagon podcast hello
1: hello hello um Hi. i do have to first off say weird we both i think take accountability we are so sorry for having you sit through Jaws for The Revenge. But I do think it is a good episode.
0: <laughs> oh, it was a great episode. episode. We, we loved being on your podcast and we love your podcast. <laughs> it's fantastic.
2: Technically, though, two bad films. And,
0: well, yeah, you're still hung up
2: on Jaws 2. Yeah, so. we did have to watch Jaws 2 <laughs> to, to prepare for Jaws The Revenge to get the Sharks backstory. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the back's to
1: our defense, though, a quick Wikipedia search would have done Yeah, that's true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: i wish we knew that but you didn't (laughs) tell us that
0: that is true (laughs) but yes with
3: with the the general quality of the movie it may as well have been opened with a previously on
0: oh my god jaws (laughs) can you imagine Uh, that that would have been perfect it was the 80s and so many films are doing that back then it absolutely should have had that
2: Yeah, yeah. it would have had something to do with the story, though. It
0: it was bad, but it
2: wasn't, you know, they had a little sense.
1: But I will say, I don't think I'll ever see that movie again. I just can't sit
2: through it. I don't think I can sit through it still.
1: Uh, but I'll talk about it. I I don't mind talking about it.
0: Yeah, and I'm so glad we discussed it on your podcast as well because now we don't ever have to cover it on this. We one. can just listen to we're the just, episode. We'll just point like, people yeah. in the direction of your the podcast. Yeah. We're going
1: to reach out to your listeners right now. Everyone, make them cover it on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Send them emails, DMs.
0: So, uh, for our listeners, let us know what got you into horror and what made you want to start a podcast.
1: Oh, I mean, for me, horror has always been pretty relevant since I was maybe, I almost at five, but I don't think I was that young. I want to say maybe around nine or 10 when Blockbuster was big and my parents would, you know, take me out to Blockbuster and pick off horror movies, mostly because they wanted to watch it. And I would just sit there and watch it too. So like big hitters like A Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, all those, you know, classics, um i grew up with and um oddly enough the one of my favorite i don't know if you guys have seen it was night of the demons yes one of my faves and i remember i was so excited i mean like around 14 i heard that they were coming out on dvd because it was just vhs for a good amount of time and i sought it out i went out to buy it with my own money also my parent, because I I don't think I could just purchase that on my own. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, horror movie has always been in my life, Um, but didn't want to start a podcast until I met this fella here, Cody, um, because when we started dating, he told me he was not a big fan of horror movies.
3: Yeah. And and it's funny because with now that we've been doing we've been doing the podcast for more than a year. And We've been watching horror movies for several years now together and the perspective that I've kind of gotten from that is that a lot of the things that I loved when I was younger probably would be considered horror but I never really thought of them as horror. I always thought of horror as like Halloween or Saw like slasher and, and especially like the torture porn type movies. But even as a even as a kid I was always drawn to like some of the darker supernatural things I, I I read scary stories to tell in the dark multiple times I loved ghost stories I like was really into especially supernatural stuff so uh, I've always sort of had a like uh, I've always sort of been drawn to that stuff but it's not it's not something that like once I got older I really brought over to my movie taste for some reason I don't know why, but uh, but now, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing the podcast together because we were watching horror movies, and most of the time when we watch a horror movie together, I'm just, you know, calling out all the stuff that I don't think makes any sense, <laughs> and so we were like, why not record it?
1: Yeah, it was like a light bulb hit my, like, just popped up at the top of my head because we would talk about it. We were constantly paused the movie. Because I was just like, Cody, it doesn't have to make sense. Like, come on. And he was like, no, this is ridiculous. And we would just go back and forth. And I'm like, this is genius. We need to record it. People need to hear this. (laughs) And apparently people do.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And that's what makes your podcast work so well, is having those two different opinions there. And that, you know, both of you coming from such different backgrounds with horror, it, it really works. And it's always a lot of fun to listen to, isn't it? Absolutely. Whereas us, we just—I uh, think we're more on the uh, the Cody side of things. We just say like, "Okay, this is fucking ridiculous." Like, seriously. It's true. It's true. It, it,
2: we'd maybe be accused of overanalyzing oh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: Oh my god! I think you guys just need to have Cody on just by himself on
0: yeah. podcast. <laughs> I'll see
1: myself out. Oh my god!
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, But today we are discussing uh, a horror comedy, yeah of course it's a horror comedy, a romantic horror comedy Uh, from 1996, we are discussing Killer Condom, Um, this has been on my radar for a while, but only because I thought it was going to be so bad it's good, I thought okay easy podcast film, Uh, for us you know just you know we will just do what we do, Um, so bad it's good but i I loved it, I thought it was fantastic,
2: yeah, yeah, I'd never heard of it until you mentioned it.
0: Do you guys have a history with this film? Have you have you heard of it before I mentioned it? No,
3: I thought it was gonna be like I I was definitely on the same page as you guys. I thought it was gonna be one of those like because any time a movie is like killer blank, it's always like a a yeah. really bad film. And sometimes they end up being so bad it's good. And while, you know, I'll admit this film was very cheesy, especially at the beginning. Uh I I really thought this was pretty good, but I had not even heard of it until we started uh watching it for this
1: yeah episode. i mean the title alone for me was like i have to see this movie because yes. it reminded me of like i whatever that, that bong movie that that is a killer, killer and yeah. also like <laughs> ginger dead man i think is another one like those kind of movies were just like oh my god i feel like it's gonna be that it's gonna be so bad and just like you guys while i was watching it even the silly like Technically bad parts. I was like, "This is genius!
4: I yeah.
0: I love what I'm seeing. This is so funny. <laughs> it's so good." Absolutely. And what's insane is the fact that Trauma released it. And obviously, with Trauma, you know they're notorious for their for their to pieces or just it, I, then again with Troma, I don't know if you can call it trash pieces because they go for a very certain type of style. And they succeed. I mean, like something like Tromeo and Juliet is just relentlessly disgusting throughout the whole film. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in there you would call a bad film. But then at the same time, it's kind of like, well, they're trying to do that, so is it good? And like Toxic Avenger, you know, there's a lot of trashy stuff in that. But
1: oh, yeah. Great.
0: You know, it's... it's uh, but also, what's really bizarre to me uh, is H.R. Giger did the creature designs. Yeah, that, that is very that, strange. That is so strange. Like he got involved in a film called Killer Contact. <laughs> yeah, maybe
2: they didn't. Sell now it you
0: have you have Killer to give Condon. me some
1: background story there because I I don't know his repertoire for H R. Geiger. Right, he that's his name. He designed.
0: I, I a the, side pronunciation. Yeah, uh,
2: he designed the xenomorphs for Alien.
1: Oh yeah, I,
2: yeah.
1: I am um, gagged yeah I, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> what yeah, yeah really so renowned
2: funny. sort of artist yeah for, for very detailed work uh very yes. science fiction based um he also did a um album cover for debbie harry uh didn't he did he yeah, oh, I, mean, wow. I mean i, was, I didn't know that.
0: that's that's yeah,
2: really cool <laughs> yeah yeah i can't i can't remember which one um but yeah quite renowned I don't know, serious artist, I suppose. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, designing killer condoms. The condoms look terrifying. Um, in this film, and uh, previous podcast guest Zander actually sent me some designs, uh, the original designs for this, and they look horrifying. Like even worse than the, than the films. Like the teeth and all the little details here. It. It's like, hey, okay, you're really trying to make this condom look scary. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it wasn't sold as killer condom. <laughs> maybe
2: they said we need a creature for this film. Design it like a condom. Like like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we need it to look like this, look like this. Maybe like a condom, but not a condom. <laughs> no, no, not a condom. No, it's definitely not a condom. No, no, that's it's definitely how... not called killer condom. <laughs> a it's definitely not. This is this. But is... I do
1: the scene where they open the condom up, I did think that was pretty cool. Where I was like, yeah. oh, this is what we're seeing inside. So I was like, okay, they're adding some depth to this killer mm-hmm. condom uh, lore.
2: <laughs> it's sorry. Yeah, there's going to be a few fa- uh, phrases during this that I'm going to laugh at just because it sounds so silly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's uh, written and directed by Martin Waltz, uh, who made 99 Euro films. Uh, Mars Melody and lots of short films uh, based on the comics by Ralph Koenig who uh, was also responsible for The Most Desired Man, uh, Lissa Strata, and the animation department on House of Boys. My okay. favorite. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Ninety nine euro film. My favorite. I <laughs> As in, <yeah, laughs> in ninety nine euros, it's in like ninety nine pence like. Not ninety nine films, basically. Oh, your I thought you ninety nine. Like I've,
2: I've seen them all. They're great,
0: wonderful. My favourite franchise. Um, I'm not sure how much this was made for. I mean, it looks like a B movie, but again, some of the practical effects are really impressive. So I, I mean, if they did on a small budget, then congratulations, they did a great job. I
2: don't think a film called Killer Condom would have a huge <laughs> no. budget, and I don't think you know Paramount's going to be putting any money in there. Um, <laughs> but Yeah, it, 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 whatever budget they pulled off. Well, I mean, the uh, soundtrack
0: would have took off, off some of that pulled off. Can <laughs> <not> Sorry, <solo unboxing? laughs> um. So we did have a lot of trivia. Um, I actually kind of just have some reviews from around the time when it was released. Uh, at the time mm-hmm. of its nineteen ninety eight US theatrical release, uh, New York's Time reviewer uh, Lawrence Van Gelder said that the premiere uh, release had a level of deadpan humor. Considerably above the company's usual adolescent subnorm, and that in addition to the usual gore, the film also deals with dislocation, uh, urban anime, and love intolerance. On the other, uh, on the other hand, Los Angeles Times critic Kevin Thomas called it a strange, tedious sex horror comedy that doesn't travel well. Well, I mean, for the gays, this definitely travels well, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, an Otto Sanders mania manic performance in this court classic has been cited as a good example of his comedic gifts uh, in an essay entitled, and this is the greatest name for an essay ever, uh, When Condoms Go Bad, From Safe Sex to Five Microns To Killer Condoms. Nice. <laughs> uh, a film, film critic, uh, uh, that's my words for a second there, I'll make a note to edit that, what time are we on? try that again the author uh, of this essay uh, has written that the film despite its third rate special effects provides comic relief whilst reflects intention and anxiety over sexual activity for procreation versus uh, merely just for pleasure and that is something the film does really well because I mean it, it obviously there's a big allegory here for you know HIV and AIDS as well mm-hmm. as for contraception as a whole as well do you think?
2: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to say, for me, the biggest, uh, and it, it, the irony of having American guests on is not lost on me. The, the biggest takeaway I got from this is that America's a bit crap. <laughs> With all due respect, but it's that very urine, it, urine, excuse me. Oh, whoa, that that's I mean, a Freudian
1: that. slip if <laughs> I ever heard one. New York City
2: does smell like piss sometimes. <laughs> very <laughs> European sensibility where we um, make fun of America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a very particular way
3: it's funny because i did turn to you sergio at the beginning of this movie and i was like is this really what they think new york city is like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i loved it i i i loved it i mostly was just like so amused by the fact that it was just took place in new york city and Everyone's speaking German, like yeah. everybody. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: every, there was no like it was completely normal, and I was like, "Yeah, I I dig it." Yeah, I dig and
3: just. and that actually like I had a like almost mind blown moment for a second where I was like, "Is this what it's like for like other people in other countries to watch American movies that take place like for example all in Japan and everyone is speaking English with American <laughs> accents?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's refreshing to see it the other way around for once because it, it we do say a lot don't we when we watch films set in different countries now well, why is everyone speaking English like why is, why is everyone American or British in this film? but then to watch a film set in New York City where everyone is German it, it's it's a strange sight but it's it's very entertaining. yeah <laughs> especially the hotel as well that's like run by a German man and all of his customers they're all German yeah no one's American at all <laughs> there is one English phrase though
2: and we'll get to that when it comes... yeah apparently there's no German translation for it I'm not going to give it away now keep listening listeners, <laughs> because it's a good one but there is one English phrase that gets through <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um yeah to so get into the film, this is quite a big synopsis. Um, it pretty much describes our film. In a hotel. Oh shoot! Called, <laughs> in a hotel called Quickie, a professor blackmails a student of his into having sex with him. But when the professor puts on a condom, the condom bites off his penis and disappears. Detective Macaroni, who gets the case, thinks that the college girl just bit off her teacher's penis. With an exclamation mark! Macaroni goes to the motel himself to check out the crime scene. In the lobby, he finds a gigolo named Bill. And he asks him to follow him to the crime room. There the two men attempt to have sex when they suddenly get interrupted by the attack of a killer condom. Now that's the official IMDB premise. Like that's half the film gone there. <laughs> Is his name Bill? Billy. 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 Oh okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like who the fuck's Bill Hello, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck because did I second- watch? <laughs> for a
3: second I was like, wait, I thought I thought their name was Babette, and not <laughs> <laughs> So we start the film in New York City at uh, Hotel Quickie. Do
0: we? We do. Uh, uh, do Do we start the film yes. in New York? City? Yes, we do. How do we know
1: that? <laughs> I did. I did have a moment where I was like, because it then went to Hotel Quickie, and then I was like, oh, I guess I guess we're in Germany now. I guess, but I also just thought saw like. New York City. Just a second ago,
3: of Times Square and taxis. Yeah, and I was like, this does feel like all right. I'm getting that we are supposed to be in New York City. But
1: once he's like traveling like through the city, having his inner monologue, I was just like, oh no, they're like they're for real. There, they're for real. Like New York City. (laughs) I was like, cool. Little to like. This is where I'm like, man, New York City is such a. So, there's so much going on there. Little does anybody know that people are filming a movie called Killer Condo, oh, yeah. in it our was, in front of our yeah, faces. It was very
3: obvious when they had scenes outside that there were there they were not extras. They just went out onto the street. Yes. and because uh, there is one scene. I can't remember exactly when in the movie it is, but like you see a guy who Detective Macaroni, walks past and he looks up and realizes that he's being filmed and like he runs off screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's a, i love they, it they, yeah they definitely didn't get any permission slips signed did they because they because they knew they knew <laughs> no one that was gonna you know take any action for it no one was gonna watch it so yeah. <laughs> and then here we are they, <laughs> a, a weird fear of mine is
2: uh, being filmed by like a tv crew without my knowledge
4: <laughs> so oh my God. Uh,
2: what, what we i don't know if it's the same in america but particularly in news broadcasts They'll sort of do shots of people walking down the street, but you can't see their their heads, and yeah. it'll be something like, you know, um, Britain is the the fattest it's been for fifty years, yeah. and then it will be on someone just walking down the street, minding their own business, and that'll be, you know, the shot that they use for this news story. And it, yeah, <laughs> a dread of mine is to be watching the news, and it will be like. You know uh, Britain's ugliest outfit. No, <laughs> like that, and I'm like, that's me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's the same in America, but it is. Yeah, they do do it with the news here, where I, I'm assuming because they're not showing your face, it's fine, and they can film you just walking down the street. Um, but yeah. But similarly, like real close-ups of like people's yeah. backsides, and they're like, uh, you know, Britain's weight problem and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my god, imagine if you're watching, you're like, that's just, me. Yeah. Those oh my. are my
1: legs. Those are my <laughs> yeah,
2: legs. God yeah. damn it.
1: No, we do the same. They do a lot of shots of just like panning over people and stuff like that. <laughs>
3: yeah, because like as soon as they show like your face, you have to sign a slip and everything or they have to blur
2: it out.
1: No, I'm very observant. If I see people with cameras, I'm like walking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> well
2: we is that a usual problem? A daily problem?
3: Uh, well not not usually there are like
1: there's stuff that goes on uh, on the
0: corners (laughs) 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 well yeah so we start start a hotel a hotel quickie uh where two people check in for a double room and they make sure they make sure it's got a bath and a toilet like imagine if it didn't have a toilet like yeah (laughs) well that's but that's the thing though isn't it i mean if, if it's
2: hotel quickie if you'll just go you don't need a toilet a, a quickie. Uh, yeah, no, it's you true. don't need the
1: toilet. True. Um
2: it's probably th- cheaper,
1: hopefully. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, and then I thought it was so strange because he says, Can we have a double room? which usually means a room with two beds, which I took to mean like, all right, they're gonna go fuck, but they like don't want people to know that they're about to go fuck. So then when he runs back and, and, and is like, Does it do you have a condo? Do you have a condom dispenser anywhere in this hotel? Like, you just, like, ruined... I mean, you don't go to Hotel Quickie to get a good night's sleep, but uh, <laughs> you kind of ruined your whole point there.
0: Yeah. I mean, for us in the UK, it's uh, a double rooms, double bed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Did you notice how the um, credits looked very much like the Simpsons font? <laughs> yeah. We we, we, oh we, God, thought, we thought it, thought it looked like the, the Rugrats.
0: Rug really, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely does. Simpsons would have been maybe a little
3: more appropriate, at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's told that there's rubbers on every bedside table, to which he says, How thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the professor tells his student, Phyllis, uh, how brainy he is. He, he brags about it and, and whatnot, and that he wants to examine her. Um, he starts begging her to take her blouse off, uh, and she screams for him, for him not to touch her.
2: Well, she's nine points short, isn't she? Yeah, on her final exam. She is. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's gonna let her off those points if uh, he can have sex with her. Yeah, because he's wanted I'm it for her. so long.
0: But before he can, um. <laughs> I'll just get out of the way now, because I'll be saying in a bizarre series of events for the rest of the episode. In a bizarre series of events. The thing is, (laughs) before this part, he says, I don't want to force you. Yeah. But he
2: is. Oh, for sure. 100%.
3: Well, this is also the same person, then, who uh, normally, when when this would be covered in, you know, uh, maybe some other sort of movie for adults, it... uh, it would be like, you know, you go through the scenario of, of, oh, well, you know, I could bring your grade up, but you got to do something for me. And then all the clothing starts being removed. But he, like, immediately goes over to the corner, gets
4: He's almost, like, like pantsless yeah, at this yeah, point. takes <laughs> his pants
3: off, starts to take off all his clothes. And that's when he starts explaining, you know, your grades aren't great. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, he, it's definitely set up to make us want this guy to get killed. Yeah. Um... So yeah, in the bizarre series of events, he puts the con—he puts a condom on, and we only see from the back. So his dick explodes and splatters all over her face, and then we yeah. get a title card over two American flags. It's like, yep, <laughs> that sets the tone. That immediately sets yeah. the tone for the rest of the film. Yeah, um, the hotel room looked fucking disgusting. It looked like it really smells yeah yeah this this, this is definitely you know the
1: floors are sticky stained like
0: mm -hmm.
2: absolutely so this is definitely a play on how cinema in 1996 a lot of new york-based cinema i'm thinking basket case in particular Mm. what made new york look like an absolute shithole yeah you know, a real dump, you know, and it's definitely a play on that. It's play on American cinema, American culture, and that's from the get-go, I think, as well.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a satire and a few things, and I think it does that really well, um, because it just does something that, um, and I never thought I'd make this comparison with, with this film, yeah. but something that Paul Behoven does as well, you know, where he takes these little things that are in certain films, certain tropes and everything, and just completely blows them up to a completely comedic level because it's so absurd and over the top. Uh, Like a few of the other things, like the psycho thing in this later on, and the the cruising, and you know, yeah, it it does it really well. And that's the European sensibility
2: coming Mm. through, I think. Yeah. Um, It's what I found in a lot of films, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I find with a lot of American films, they struggle to really parody themselves. Mm to the max to the extreme whereas us europeans struggle to parody (laughs) ourselves so we aim it all at Americans.
1: yeah yeah no i i think i have to agree with that yeah i think
3: typically even i mean even in american films if they the only times that we really get like over the top parodies are when you've got and it really comes down to the the like north versus south differences like you would see someone who who is either is just like out in the country somewhere and is usually has a southern drawl no matter where they came they're supposedly from in the country and then you know you the the people from the city are always like super uptight and and like completely like type a personality germ phobes and uh and that's really where like we we will poke fun at cultures that aren't our own inside the U.S. And I think that's the only time where we give ourselves the permission to go, like, way over the top when we're self-parodying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Trauma does that a lot as well. So It's, it's very fitting that they distributed this film.
2: Yeah. Um, I think really the closest for me that came to it is Team America. Yeah. That was really, like... Really went for the jugular. it, it did,
0: yeah. Whether that's aged well by modern standards, it has. So. An, it has <laughs> aged well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So, um, i true.
1: I do have to say, where I got what it was trying to do, besides the premise and besides the title, was when he was really the the, the college professor was really. Honing it in that he wants to have sex with her and starts touching her breast and she goes, Don't touch me, and a gust of wind yes. blows into his face, yep. blowing his hair. Yeah. And it's it's just like a moment, like a second of silence. And I'm like, Genius.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I'm on yes. board.
0: One of two people in this film that can make like that that can create wind with their voice. <laughs> like. <laughs> the one later on is amazing as well but um yeah we're at the uh, new york city police department and everyone is fuming at detective luigi macaroni uh for smoking in a no smoking elevator um
1: (laughs) i love the constant smoking that he does he doesn't give a shit where he's going and it's really like really amping that um uh, that style of movies, like crime, uh, yeah, film solvers. Yeah. Phil, yeah. yeah, um, and I love that. I really, really like that. I also love his name, Luigi macaroni. Yeah, I, <laughs> us we were like Luigi Macaroni. <laughs> I love that. yeah,
3: I like. Uh... I love that, like, literally every time he is shown smoking in this movie, it is only when there is a no smoking sign in the background. (laughs) He never smokes, like, outside or where it's, like, appropriate or allowed. But, uh, but I just, uh, Luigi Macaroni, and you know, he's from an old family in Sicily. Did you know that?
0: (laughs) What gave you that impression? (laughs) Was it the many (laughs) reminders?
2: It's given
0: yeah. Sophia Petrillo, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did he remind you guys of anyone? Did, did you think he looked like someone?
1: Well, he was giving me... Oh, Luigi Macaroni? Yeah. yeah. I honestly just thought of... Oh, what's the actor's name? The guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Bob Hoskins.
0: That's true. Bob Hoskins. That's, that's true. We got Who
1: did you think?
2: Phil Collins phil collins yeah. all right <laughs> which is funny because when i was younger i always got them mixed up yeah <laughs> and i thought phil collins was in who framed roger rabbit <laughs> <laughs>
4: that'd
0: have been a very different film if, if phil collins wasn't <laughs> well apparently not i mean he does look like bob Hoskins. yes so. yeah um yeah, some the similarities. <laughs> when he's walking through the police station, uh, someone says Macaroni, some pimp. Now, first, I didn't know his name was Macaroni at first, and I thought someone was using it as an expression to uh, say how shocked they were yeah. about something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, I, I was macaroni. the same way.
3: It took me a while to realize that his name, like someone had to refer to him directly as Detective Macaroni when I finally put it together, <laughs> that that was his actual name.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Imagine being at work and, like, something pissed you off. You're like, macaroni. <laughs> Actually, that kind of works. To be <laughs> well, I feel so like you need macaroni- to add a
1: holy in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> holy, macaroni.
1: holy macaroni.
0: Someone informs him that some pimp on 42nd Street put his mother-in-law in a clothes dryer and threw it out the window. And they want to know if he wants the case, but, um, before, uh, <laughs> Before any more could be said about that, he's given the killer condom case and is told that Phyllis bit off the guy's dick uh, whilst she tells another cop about how the condom did it and ran away after. Um, So the...
3: Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that the one way that you know that that could never actually happen is, well, there's really two ways, I guess. New York apartments in the 90s didn't have clothes dryers in them, and there's no windows (laughs) on New York apartments that are big enough to throw a clothes dryer out of with a
1: human inside. Wait, no. (laughs) Like the line of clothes dryers, right? No,
3: I, I took it as a literal like like a clothes dryer machine that they that the, the guy stuffed his mother-in-law into and threw
1: it oh, out the window. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how I read that. With yeah. what
0: we would call a tumble dryer. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have seen it actually happening in the film. Um but that's
2: where <laughs> the trauma distribution comes in because if this was an actual trauma production first of all phyllis would have been topless oh yeah to yes, and sure. we would have seen the dryer go out the window <laughs> yeah there's a lot of this it's for for a film called killer condom there's not a lot of what I would have expected, a lot of the TNA, let's be honest. Well, especially that I would with the have poster expected, as well. The yeah. poster really makes it look like Troma. Yeah. Um, and this is one of the cases where Troma probably would have shown the mother-in-law being stuffed in a dryer and thrown out the window. Yeah. It would have looked like it cost £2.50, but they would have, they would have shown
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think this is why it's important that we say we watched the German version because I think there is an American version out there somewhere. Um, that trauma, the version that trauma released. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they changed much up in that. With it being trauma, they probably just added a bunch of fart noises and nudity. like mm-hmm. yeah. and- <laughs> yeah.
1: no question i want to I want to like confirm. So where did you guys watch the film?
0: We watched it on YouTube. It was pretty much the only place we could find it,
1: okay, because I saw a note that so they used the the song. Um, Killing Me Softly a few times. Yes. Right. And I saw a note here that apparently this was used in the American release version by trauma only, but it was not present in the original German version of the film.
0: Oh, okay. So maybe this is the American version. So we might first. have
1: seen the American
0: version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just with the German audio. But my
2: so, Killing Me Softly is Roberta Flack.
0: Yeah. Yes. The
2: version i feel like i heard in the film wasn't the original roberta flack version
0: no i thought it was the fuji's version with lauren it Hill. sounded
2: a little like yeah the Fugees version yeah but then later on they used a version with rapping that wasn't the fuji's version it was a different rap it didn't have the one time yeah. part two time
0: I feel like they use about five different versions of they, same the same song. Yeah. The choke <laughs> Killing Me Softly had on this film incredible.
1: Well, I thought they were like, oh, they managed to get the rights and they're going to use it for all they have. Like, yeah. not-
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what do Americans listen to from a German perspective in 1996? Yeah. What's big in America? Uh, Killing Me Softly, yeah. That, I mean, I'm going to give it up to
1: them because I was like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> So they got Very me. They were right on point cry. with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're interested in Phyllis's parents. Uh, Macaroni tells them and a lawyer about what happened, uh, which causes her mum to faint. And uh, he then, for some reason, explains about the clothes dryer incident and how kids just like to try anything these days.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
3: They explain well, then, that Phyllis course... is
0: a
2: good girl. Sorry.
3: Oh, oh, I was just gonna say. Also, the, this is another thing where, like, uh, is, is this really what people think Americans are like? Because her dad is from a town yeah. apparently called Farmville, Oklahoma, and <laughs> and walks in wearing a giant cowboy hat. It
1: wasn't that giant.
3: It was just. It was just. A cowboy hat. It was a big
1: hat. But hey, we do. They do wear them. I. I. They do. Maybe I, not to the police station, but they, and,
3: and so this is where like I wish that I, I wish that I spoke German fluently, so I could be like, did they give him a Southern accent while speaking German somehow? Yeah, I'd like yeah. to know.
2: <laughs> I noticed that the Vanessa's mother looked like she was ready to go to church at any oh, moment. Oh yeah, she, she was prepared. <laughs> if she had to run to church.
3: She wasn't ready. <laughs> well, and she, she had to run to church after what they just learned. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Macaroni gives the film noir-style voiceover about what it's like living in New York whilst he's walking through New York. Uh, and some of my favorite dialogue is like, even good girls from Oklahoma end up biting off some guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> he's
2: giving Rudy Giuliani, I feel... Like New York means cleaning up.
3: <laughs> I would say, I would say '90s era Rudy Giuliani because yeah. Rudy Giuliani of today is we not someone you
2: uh, Yeah, New York means cleaning up. No porno cinemas. It's a shithole. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, not not the print, not the masked singer. Uh, oh my god. Well, and,
3: and the one other thing before we move on that I just want to, like, I want to elevate in the same way that we elevated um, when she yelled at the, uh, at her professor and his, like, mm-hmm. there was the wind in his face. Did you guys catch the, like,
1: the, the, woo? it's like, uh, when she, she was fainting? <laughs> the sound effects in this movie yeah. are genius.
0: Did you look at that when she fainted? no no yeah there was <laughs> like a wound
1: <"Ooh>, no. oh. <laughs> oh my god it's oh, great it's really great
0: um macaroni goes to hotel quickie uh where bobette um absolutely serving in drag throughout this film you agree yeah Bobette serves many looks yeah um, she
3: serves something
0: she,
2: oh, yeah. surf she didn't. serve behind the uh, the microphone. though. does well, she she's really lip syncing. Think... Yeah, she's
1: lip syncing to Kelly. Is
3: she? Stuff, she yeah. is lip syncing. Well, yeah. so I, her lip syncs get better throughout the movie. Oh yeah. The yeah, first yeah. one, yeah. like she wasn't. She wasn't even trying to move her lips. No. I,
1: I will say, and I don't know if I'm the. Uh, I I think we kind of agree that the Bob Bet character which I do love that they're infusing drag into it, which is, like, part of the culture. But not all of it is 100%, like, ages well. Yeah, dead. no, I
0: completely agree. The, yeah. Um, like,
1: and- there's so much to this movie that really is, like, refreshing to see, especially yeah. for, like, 96 and this kind of film. But I think this aspect is a little, like, oh, he- <laughs> You know?
0: Especially, yeah, the, the conversation um, coming up as well, It it's weird because I kind of feel like they're try. I, I feel like, I don't know if they're trying too hard and it's just getting a bit too messy with this character, because I mean, yeah. it, it hasn't aged well by modern standards, you know, yeah. in 1996, I'm not sure how it would have been back then. but by modern standards, there's a few problems with the way they deal with this character um mm-hmm. i feel there's a few satirical elements on psycho here but i feel like they're trying to rip fun at that i mean obviously with the shower scene later on of course um but the whole you know constantly going on about how uh luigi looked at her as his mother and that's why he wanted to sleep with her it's just yeah it just doesn't doesn't really sit well in 2022. Does it? no
1: no, um yeah, and also the aspect of like one how uh Luigi treats uh Bobette yes, throughout the yeah. whole film, but it, there is a little bit of an arc for there is. Luigi, but I think at first he treats her like shit and then constantly doesn't accept the fact that you know his name is Bobette. It's yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting
3: yeah. treatise on uh on transphobia in the gay community but it's also uh i i mean in terms of the language used i do think that at the time it was probably the language that was being used generally within the community you look at like rupaul songs from that time and they very much are steeped in that same language to the point that like some of rupaul's earlier works just can't be played anymore Uh, because it's not up to today's standards
2: yeah no absolutely yeah absolutely. yeah and it is it's played for laughs so i think a lot of yeah. it as well the luigi constantly yeah. referring to bob as bob you know yeah. we get it but it happens throughout the it it, it, it becomes tiring yeah by the yeah. end like we get the joke okay yeah. you know but this we, this we was very it. much
1: of the age of comedians dressing up in drag as yeah. like humor you know Um, which is like I totally get like why that is very very big on it but I do like that it was very consistent throughout the whole film that you know uh, she was referred as Babette and was dressing up in looks and drag throughout the whole film and it wasn't just like I put it on and off here well
3: and and at the end we did start to see Luigi start to refer to her as Babette and correct other people no. Yeah. Well, he did it yeah. once, yeah, no, and then no. dead named her
2: again after the fact. But Except it was like
3: <laughs> yeah. it was—you know—there was some progress.
0: Yeah, yeah, they—it they definitely and attempted it. Spoiler
2: alert: Babette doesn't die. I yeah, survived. She survived,
0: which is yeah, which yeah, is, which is uh, I suppose good for ninety-six. <laughs> 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 the hotel manager wants to know why prostitutes are biting off dicks. Means they means they make their living off of dicks. Um The manager, it, he's just He's absolutely fuming um, The instance room business for him The room is covered in blood, he can't fix it uh, And Luigi Wants the key to the room And he just keeps going on and on about how terrible Of an incident this was uh, Until until uh, Luigi says, did you know the little Cock chomper was underage uh, And then this makes him give him the key <laughs> Oh
3: my god The room was not very Covered in blood though no, <laughs> I mean, but at least I—I I should say, at least the blood didn't change visibly the room at all.
0: No, it for a what we were Because <laughs> yeah. he,
3: because then he he brings Billy up with him, and they proceed to like almost start doing stuff in this room that he's there investigating, and that is supposedly covered in blood.
1: He's very dedicated to his work.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, this is where we get the whole conversation that we just mentioned with Bobette, who um, explains about the history uh, that she has with Macaroni. And uh, uh, she also says she's singing at the hotel. She's hoping to get to Hollywood. Um, but, yeah, they, they talk about the, the fling they had and how Bobette still has feelings for him mm-hmm. um, and that he only had sex with her because she reminds him of his mother, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, Macaroni's not having any of it at this point. Um, Which is definitely, you know, a bit problematic for our protagonist. Uh, Well, the joke is Babette uh, dresses up to
2: look like uh, Luigi's mother. Mm -hmm. And that's so that the uh, outfits that she's wearing are to look like Luigi's mother. Yeah. Which we see Luigi's mother later. Um she looks absolutely nothing. Mm. Like no, she doesn't. Yeah, I, a little
1: too flashy for a Sicilian mother.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I
3: actually think that like it would have been a really funny inclusion if when they she shot back to the hair. picture, if it yeah. was that same actor just like
0: <laughs> wearing a different outfit. That would have been a great touch if they did that. That would that definitely have yeah. it along bit. I've also, all this is going on? We hear "You Can't Hurry Love" by Diana Ross and the Supremes in the background, which is like, do you know what? This soundtrack is just giving me everything. I just, it's,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not sure if it was it their version. It was, yeah. It is was, it? Is it really? It was the actual version? Wow.
0: Yeah. yeah. So if there is a budget for this film, I'm that's sure. where it yeah, went. Yeah, no mistake. <laughs> <same. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> giving giving <laughs> Miss Ross a bit of money exactly. to appear in *Killer Condom. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. A younger gay guy named Billy follows Macaroni to room three oh eight, and they both get undressed. Uh, Billy is impressed by Macaroni's thirty eight centimeters penis.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, I did have to ask Cody, like, all right, how 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 much is that? How big is that? Which is I think a little a little over twelve inches, I think.
3: Yeah, it's a little yeah. over twelve inches. Okay, and I which is big. I lost it completely lost it when he took his dick out and you just see the shadow across the
1: (laughs) I need to turn that into a meme somehow like a gif and use it whenever possible. Yeah like
2: (laughs) but also Luigi's quite a short man. He is yes so it must be very close to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was I was gonna make a joke but I I, I, Yeah. Wait, what? A joke never than anything we said on this podcast before. suggest that when he sits on the toilet it gets wet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway. Oh.
0: The condom That's the why he's so bed.
1: angry all the time. It's just that big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: The condom's like the bed starts moving and making noises and then the noises are amazing. It's like, They're so
3: adorable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, Billy decides not to use it And to use his own condom uh, Which causes the condom to run away (laughs) All (laughs) of this happens Whilst we get a rip-off Of the Jaws being song as well Yes (laughs) Um, Macaroni pulls out a lighter To the moving condom And we just see that it launches towards the camera With its teeth out Um, (laughs) It's a really great shot and then macaroni's in hospital after, um, still, in, yep, in a, still smoking. Still whipping drink. out cigarettes. Uh Sam visits him, who is 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 he his partner? He's just a colleague.
3: I think it's his partner because they share an office. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 He visits him and macaroni tells him all about the killer condom. Did you notice how the other patient in the
2: room flatlines? I was yeah, going to say that! And no one
3: it. <laughs> it was so funny. because just walks in and you hear him flatline and none of them react. Nurses do not run into the room. It's just... The-
1: Even and- when the doctor comes in, she does not address it. Well,
3: and no. the flatline goes for like two seconds, then it just goes quiet. Yeah. So I'm like, the other guy's just dead, isn't he? Oh my yeah.
1: god. Yeah,
0: just, just died there and just no one cared. <laughs> 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 yeah, he um, he on Sam all about the, uh, the killer condom. Sam thinks he's used it as an excuse uh, for hooking up with another cool boy. More couples have sex in Hotel Quickie straight after this and are attacked by the killer condom. Did you notice Dr. Rifelson
2: comes in and yes. tells Macaroni off for smoking? No,
0: I'm glad you said that because at this point, I didn't think it was important to put Dr. Rifelson in my notes. Mm. So I thought, oh, she's just going to be a throwaway character.
1: Yeah. I'm um... going to
0: come back again. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: we're going we're gonna to spoil the film anyway. So Dr. Rifelson. <laughs> I kind of guessed was the killer, simply because of her IMDB. (laughs) Because on the killer condom IMDB, she's very high up. (laughs) And throughout Uh, the film, I'm like, she's only in one scene. She's got to come back, you know. I think she's a fairly famous actress as well in in Germany. Uh, okay. Well, free. she got a, she got a picture on IMDb, so she must be fairly fake. Yeah, she's not a grey box. Um, so <laughs> in, in my head, I was like, uh, "It's Doctor Robinson's definitely involved because she's so high up on the IMDb credit." That's the problem with modern technology, is not it? You yeah, ruin yeah. <laughs> or just being a nosy prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, think, thinking way too much into things.
1: Don't worry, Cody does the same thing. Once he sees an actor, it was like, I know that person. Immediately goes on IMDb, and I have yes. to like smack his hand. Uh, there is,
3: there is, there is an art to it where you can find out what else they're in without viewing anything about the movie. Though that you're you watching. know
1: what's funny is that every time I try to look up someone from Doctor Who, you do not let me. Yes. <laughs> well, because like we're on a journey on completing Doctor Who. Nice, <laughs> nice.
3: There's, you just, there's that's too, that's too much in? that'll be spoiled.
0: I've never watched Doctor you know, Interesting. I I watched one season. I watched the Christopher Eccleston one, um, mainly because I loved Billy Piper. But mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that season. And are you starting from the
2: very beginning? Are you going to we were, date, uh...
3: no? We we started from Christopher Eccleston. Yeah.
2: So if if. Just for context, Billy Piper was a pop star here in the UK, had a few number one hits, wasn't originally an actress, um, and very teeny, buppy sort of Britney Spears style. Really? Um, Yeah, I, I recommend you Spotify or, or YouTube her songs, because they're amazing. Yeah. Um, so and she did
1: that before Doctor Who?
2: Before Doctor Who. Yeah. So she wasn't known as an actress before Doctor Who, and then... Did Doctor Who and now she's become an actress and she, she does a lot of acting now. Yeah. 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 So I, I loved her. if you like your teeny bopper music, um, I suggest starting with Because, because We Want to, a <laughs> bigger song. Her biggest song, her debut song. Because We Want To. <laughs> because We Want To. Okay. We, I'm going to listen. we'll listen to it. I'm going to listen yeah. to it. Yeah, you should. You should. This It gets everyone turn of a certain age in the uk <laughs> yeah. if you're a certain age it's... because we want to we'll get you any party going yeah definitely it's
3: probably like when stars are blind when that comes in oh, that pair's oh on hell yeah. Yeah. All yeah all the
0: time all the time <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah we see more couples having sex in hotel quickie um getting killed by the killer condom uh and we find out <laughs> That uh, thirteen guys lost their dicks whilst Macaroni was in hospital, um, <laughs> but Sam refuses to believe that it's true. How long was he in hospital for? But four other
2: penises were bitten off the night that um, Phyllis. That's true. Um, That's true. Did the whole Phyllis situation. So it's not just one. I thought it was just one killer condom going around. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Because it's called killer mm. condom and not killer condoms. Yeah. Yeah. Name I've been pedantic there, but <laughs> but I thought there was one going round, but there's there's loads, there's loads of them. Yeah. So uh, who shouts thirteen pricks? I mean, all I've got is a note
0: that says thirteen pricks. That is, that is Macaroni, <laughs> who um, he who says they've taken thirteen pricks and one ball.
2: It's my dating history there.
0: Was, was that... <laughs> Was this
3: um, was this also the same thing where he like starts going into like how it's his, it, like it, like macaroni's never let something like this go, and I'm like, is this his, is this like the macaroni family slogan, like the the Lannisters always pay their debts,
0: the macaronis always get
4: when you eat the ball.
0: Well, yeah, because later on he's even like, no one does this to a macaroni, no one takes a macaroni's ball and gets away with it. <laughs>
1: It's like what? I'm also surprised like with a dick that big, how do you miss the dick? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <okay.
3: laughs> well, I think it was just, you know, his his trained detective reflexes. He was able like, to yeah. like, twist out of the way and he only <laughs> lost a
2: testicle. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, cuz surely there must be quite a height difference between yeah. unless there's some low-hanging fruit there. Let's, no, let's not. be, be too. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're all
0: thinking it now. We're all thinking, <laughs> yeah. um, the the listeners are thinking it now. It's just,
1: just... <laughs> you can't you can't not think about it while watching this movie. Like yeah, all yeah. you're thinking is just like penises throughout this whole
4: movie. <laughs> it's it's
0: like yeah. it's it's like uh, it's Tons like it's like the what you don't see scares you thing. Except it's <laughs> what you don't see just makes you more curious about the size of a penis. It's the same thing. Yeah, if, thing. yeah. yeah. This like... movie
1: can either like make you horny or not horny. Yes.
0: <laughs> 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 um, he he pulls he pulls his balls out to show Sam what happened. Um, that's when he starts shouting about 13 pricks on one ball. And this is when we get the start of the whole Sam and a lot of other people... Uh, immediately jump in to blame it on uh, Billy. Um, yeah, yes. Which is He when... quote, chewed your plums. Yeah, he chewed <laughs> your plums. <laughs> this is, I think, believe where the allegory um, for the AIDS epidemic comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, you know, with the media, and, and they just tried to demonize homosexuality as much as they could. Um. But, you know, that kind of comes across here with every character immediately just jumping straight to, oh, it's the gay guy. It's his fault. It's the gay guy. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. How I saw it is the the ignoring the actual issue. Ignoring the issue. Yeah. So for a very long time, um, like Ronald Reagan, let's be honest, and his administration ignored AIDS. Yeah. Completely ignored it. Yeah. You know, and so that's how I'm looking at this, is that somebody's telling Sam, this is the issue, mm-hmm. you know, we know, I know this is the issue. I was there, I've lived through yeah. it, and the blame's been, either it's been ignored, or the blame's been put somewhere yeah. else. That's yes. how, that's how I, I read that.
1: No, absolutely. I I completely agree on how, you know, the police are taking like they're they're pretty much taking light of it, ignoring it, turning it to the side. We already know who it is. It's either like Billy or anyone who's like, you know, doing sex work um, currently and they think that's awful, that's bad. So they'd just rather just solve it like that and move oh, yeah. on. Um, well,
3: which- at, at one point in this movie, didn't the police chief say, well, it's only been gays and hookers so far. I didn't yeah. think anyone yeah. would care. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's like
1: legit though. And they even like, I think they move on to another case or they offer another case and like, no, I need to, I think Mac- Macaroni is like, I want to still do this case. Um, which again, we have a, I think Luigi, even though he has some flaws, certain places, I think he is a great protagonist. He's yeah. like openly gay and willing to work to solve what's going on here and not just move it to the side, which is really Absolutely. great and refreshing to see.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, especially like when it comes to later on, and uh, you got like the doctor and Sam are like, saying to him, "Oh, you should get yourself a wife," and you know, trying to trying to make him go straight. And any other film in nineteen ninety six dealing with something like this, the character probably would have got himself a wife, probably would have got himself a girlfriend. It probably would have moved yeah. on, um, you know, and it would have been a phase. But in this film, it just reinforces the fact that no, this is a gay protagonist, and he is gay. Nothing is changing about that. This this is who he is, uh, and I I really appreciate that. I thought that was really really refreshing. Um, yeah, and for a film about killer conduct, a, a premise as ridiculous as that to deal with, you know, commentary on the era of the of the AIDS epidemic when you know when it was at its worst and whatnot. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Really, really impressive.
1: Yeah, I think it's really, really smart because you kind yeah. of, I mean, I didn't know what I was going going into. I know that I knew that the main character was like an openly gay detective, which was like, oh, okay, let's see what what what's going on here. But it's all like masked with like this killer condom, uh, and yes. it's kind of going to be funny. Um, and you kind of released all the stereotypical laughs with Babette a little bit, and I maybe they used That character as a scapegoat and but because the rest of the movie is about like it's a kind of a little bit of a rom-com and we're trying to you know have this character like luigi be openly gay and that's fine and he's fighting for it and he's gonna fall in love with this character or have some love interest too and it's gonna be normalized um which I think was really smart. You get the you get people to watch it for the killer condom, but you get a whole other uh, movie at the same time.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And I think with the character of Luigi as well, he's not a stereotypical homosexual character. No. He almost plays on the ideas of masculinity. Mm. I mean, yes. with all due respect to the actor, he's not conventionally handsome. Um, he's got... 30 whatever centimeter penis. you know, he dresses masculine or, you know, uh, as yeah. the, the film noir characters would dress, who were seen as very masculine. Someone like Humphrey Bogart, mm. you know, was mm-hmm. the height of masculinity in, in American cinema back in the day. So I think it's very much playing on that ideal with an American cinema. Um, and oh, making yeah. him openly, unapologetically homosexual, I think is um, very refreshing to see,
0: which is also nice because yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of gay films, uh, most characters you see are absolutely ripped, they are they all have abs, yeah, and six packs, and they're
4: ridiculously
0: yeah. unrealistically handsome. Um, so to see a film led by someone that's the opposite of that, that, that is. A really nice change.
1: Yeah, because you you kind of expect someone like the actor who played Billy to be yeah. the lead detective and yeah. the one going through all this, but you're not. And honestly, it doesn't bat an eye on that. Like Luigi is fully nude at some point. You see his ass, you see his belly, you see everything there, and there's no no one bats an eye for it. Which is like great. I love him. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Luigi's the and refreshing. The one being
1: yeah
3: and and I think it's refreshing also to see that like he uh, not only is he the one being chased whereas normally you know the protagonist would be the one going after the attractive person who I, you know by by all conventional wisdom would be you know out of their league or whatever and uh, and and not only that but you also have someone who is like actively rejecting sex um at multiple opportunities where where gay people especially i think back at that time were Seen only as people who just wanted to fuck and didn't care about love, whereas yeah. he's like, I'm only, I'm reduced to a person who has a giant penis, and sometimes I just want someone to come home to. Yeah,
1: and- I know, I feel that all the time. Uh, anyways, <laughs> those-
2: relatable content.
1: Relatable content. They're speaking to me. This movie speaks to me. <laughs> A bold
3: thing to say uh, in front of the person who you do come home to every day. <laughs>
1: Listen, we're not going to talk about it right now. We're not going to talk about it. So
0: we get another amazing voiceover um, from Macaroni where he says we're constantly being presented with new concepts. Internet, cyberspace, take that. It's like, take that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know take that um, they translated Germany? to Germany. I, f- I feel like it's
3: probably something that gets lost in translation.
2: Yeah. Uh, do you not know what take that? Who I take don't. That, I, have uh, no,
3: no, I have no idea what it could be a reference
0: to.
2: They are British boy bands yeah. from the 90s.
0: Absolutely <sighs> queer,
2: they were very much queer baiting at the beginning. Well, actually, for a while. They,
0: Yeah, just use lots of body oil, tight leather clothes. Uh,
2: they didn't oh my God, I'm
1: to... just looking at their pictures right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you know Robbie Williams?
1: Yes. He yeah. was in that's taste. the that, that's one familiar face in that.
2: there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, except one guy. Is Wasn't he on the X
0: Factor? Gary Barlow. Yeah.
1: Yes, I I know his face.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, we're not the biggest fans of him in the UK, are we? We don't, no, we're not, you, you're well, not, I'm not, you're not, you <laughs> are
2: not you Speaking of the whole Yeah, we we speak on behalf of the UK. <laughs> <but> <laughs> where don't really right worry, we're speaking
3: for the US. Yeah, this is the official, like, <laughs> ambassadorship. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's way more reckless than we've ever sold, but we can still say that we all hate
0: him. We <laughs> just well, is really these days yeah, give us juicy to, details. Yeah, well, these days he's reduced to doing really bad covers on YouTube. And I mean, like, Ooh. this is a guy who's made money of being such a great songwriter and a great vocalist, but these days, his the covers he does on YouTube, it's... it's something, isn't it? Yeah.
2: I think Gary... Uh, uh, you and
0: Gary, not well, Gary. This Gar- Gary. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs>
2: um, Gary, my Gary, was a big... Backstreet Boys fan, <laughs> so I think the boy band versus competition maybe has gotten oh, to you a little yeah. bit. Take
0: that didn't touch. The <laughs> yeah, I, not even close.
2: I, 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 I'm not against Take That. Holy, I'm not against Take That. Like early say. Take That. I am very, very hipster. I like <laughs> early Take That. I don't like modern Take That.
1: <laughs> Do they still make music?
2: Ye- it's been a few yeah. years It's been a few years But they had a big comeback So they broke up oh. um, in the late 90s And it floods of tears They had to open <laughs> it's all up. over the news They had to open up like phone lines For yeah, young girls right. who were so upset That Take Dad <laughs> had broken up Like they were huge, huge in the UK Yeah um, So it must have translated to Germany Apparently <laughs> um, But yeah, they broke up, well, and then they got back. Robbie had a really successful so, solo career. Yeah. And then they got back together in the late 2000s yeah. without Robbie. And they were just as successful, really. They but then really... they got back again with him. And now there's only three of them. Yeah, now there's only three. Oh, very, very complicated. Very, yeah. very complicated. Yeah.
3: It feels like there's a very a bit like battery anything. boy's history, though. Yeah. yeah. Because they yeah. also like got back together... Recently,
1: well, I think it's kind of a little bit like Spice Girls because some of them get oh, together yeah. all the time, but Posh is always like, nah, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she can't be bothered. <laughs>
1: she
2: can't, be bothered. <laughs> can't oh be bothered. I'm a brand now. A brand now. <laughs> I will say,
1: Gary Barlow looks much better now with a beard than he did in the early take that days. I'm seeing some photos. Um,
2: I, if if you're presently googling, I suggest take that. Do what you like, music video. If you if you really is that want that, the gayest to, one. That is the gayest.
1: Oh my god! It's essentially I see what you like, mean by um, queer baiting. I always is, thought. Robbie, what's his Robbie Williams? Yeah, yeah. I did think he was gay for a good amount of time, but no, he has a wife and stuff. Great, though, that's yeah.
3: <laughs> So, more, moral of the story, yeah, we saw Take That and we were like, we do not understand, we just moved on. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, sorry, sorry, sorry,
2: sorry, yeah. <laughs> Do you understand now?
0: <laughs> yes, yes,
2: yes we, do. I, we do
0: Yeah, it totally makes sense This gay character, bring it up, take that In 1996 <laughs> yeah. um, When the internet wasn't around to tell him they were queerbait uh, <laughs> <laughs> Macaron discusses uh, How he just can't get Billy off his mind And whilst walking home He just wants love, he doesn't want sex um, Billy waits for Macaron at his apartment and tells him He'd like to see him again but he uh but then macaroni tells him he thinks he's too old for great love stories but he'd like to have sex with him again once his balls have recovered um i've heard that
2: before
0: i mean he should have just gone for it (laughs) not from me not from me just just
2: just
1: (laughs) like just give me just give me a few days okay (laughs) (laughs)
0: i'm fine if anyone anyone's concerned i'm fine
1: um (laughs) This is the bad part about making jokes with our, like, partners right beside yeah, us. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Macaroni. Now, this is another, another scene that really reinforces that um, HIV-AIDS uh, allegory where Macaroni shows Sam live security camera footage of Bobette um, taking part in some bondage with another guy in the hotel room and... Um, next door, I think, because they're in the same hotel, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in Hotel Quickie. Uh, and you can see the killer condom moving in the background, but Sam's just like, are you fucking kidding me? That's Bob, oh my god, how is, what has happened to Bob? It's like, th- there's literally a killer condom there, and you're refusing to see that, because you yeah. are more horrified that Bobette, this previous cop, has now transitioned. Yeah, that That's, that's yeah. what you're so horrified about, when you're refusing to see this killer condom. Mm. You know, I thought it was a really good scene for it. Um, no subtlety, but sometimes you don't need it, and because it, it really worked.
1: Well, yeah, they they really hammered home that the how this character really is, especially yeah. when given like, okay, this is what you're doing. Because you know, to Luigi, he's like really like, oh yeah, this is fine, this is normal. You know, I'm just looking at to like yeah. what's actually important. But yeah, I mean, I kind of. Like that it wasn't subtle, and that I needed to, like, remember that, not to get lost in the whole, like, funny, ha-ha moments of it, but, like, actually a little bit of reality.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, he, it is a little bit of the humor, I, I like, John Water style humor, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it's I say so that? ridiculous yeah. that yeah. you can't help but laugh. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: You know, and the, the, Babette being tied up hanging from the ceiling I yeah mean, it is it's so ridiculous and you're surprised that they've shown you this that mm. it is there is humor in it because yeah. it's um so far-fetched yeah, yeah which is probably the whole film actually totally <laughs> yeah, <has very> <laughs> <laughs> um
0: macaroni bursts into the room and shoots the condom uh, but it's just a normal one it's not it's not one of the killer condoms oh, no um, Could he just find another room? Because... Oh no, a cock
2: shooting the wrong guy. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> wow. no. I was thinking we just first. Wow. When did that ever happen?
0: Um. He, he then. um is there anything this film doesn't touch on? Like. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: I'm not sure if I'm putting that on. No, no. I sure mean, that's, that's absolutely
0: that looks that way. It definitely looks yeah. that way. Well um yeah he finds another room uh, eventually he goes for a few different rooms uh, where he could hear screaming um and eventually well he this finds... was
1: really funny it was like this was so good like a good comedic setup was like yeah. he hears screaming but it's because there's so much different sorts of screaming going on yeah. in every room he goes into <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: he eventually finds uh, the room that he was looking for where another guy's dick's been bitten off by the condom he then chases the fucking condom down the hallway, shoots yes. at it, but it escapes and leaves the dick behind, to which one of the extras says, that's a cock.
1: <laughs> yeah, the one line that she had was like, that's a cock. Yeah. I would love to be that role.
0: And
3: then the the uh, the partner of the guy whose dick got cut off runs over, sits down in the chair, and then looks at it and screams. Yes. <laughs>
0: it's incredible it. such a great scene so good uh i mean as if watching him chase the condom down a hallway wasn't ridiculous enough already you get that you know, the part <laughs> scene is amazing um his boss tells him to stay off the case or remove his badge and then this is when we get no one takes away a macaroni's jaws and gets away with it yep.
2: <laughs> this is very much a parody of uh, cop Films, yeah. There's yeah. always that moment at the station where they've either been sacked or told to go on leave, mm-hmm. or you know something like that, and you learn like, they, they start shouting at people. Yeah, essentially. Can't remember what, <laughs> I'm, but start shouting. No, there's a lot of A lot of films. I swear, lethal weapon. In at least one of the lethal weapons, <laughs> this happens. <laughs>
0: Um, Macaroni finds a wanted person for Billy in the station, uh, and Sam tells him that he's put a warrant out for his arrest because of him chewing on Macaroni's plums. Again, more of this ignorance from Sam. Um, And again, that's like it doesn't doesn't try to redeem Sam. Like, he has his moments where he's like, you know, he realises, oh, I'm sorry. But still, this Billy. And it's like, he he never stops. And even at the end, he's like, the best says to him, you're just a fucking homophobe. Like, Mm. that, again, you know, not having this magic moment where he realizes he's not homophobe. It just adds to the reality of it. That yeah. was
1: actually pretty surprising because by the end, I'm sure we're gonna get to it, but by the end, so much has happened and he kind of has to thank you know Luigi a little bit, but yeah. no, it's it's not even it's still not the
2: case. Which yeah. is yeah, true. It's true. Yeah, he, and it doesn't feel like he's put a warrant out for Billy's arrest for um Luigi. No. No, of course it not. doesn't feel like he's doing service for Luigi. No, he's saying he is, but it doesn't come across that. It comes across that he's just trying to vilify Billy. Yeah, because he doesn't like gays, and probably doesn't like the relationship that put, could potentially happen. Yeah. between Luigi. Yeah. and Yeah.
3: Well, because the the wanted poster says he's wanted for crimes against nature.
4: Mm.
2: There's, a,
3: you know, there's only one thing that that. Is referring
2: to, yeah, um, ah, I didn't see
0: that. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get you on this podcast permanently so uh, you can just find these little details for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first
2: time that we've done subtitles, yeah. For it, we usually have them on in case we miss yeah. a word, or well, it's our first foreign language, it's our first foreign yeah. language film with, with subtitles, yeah. Um, yeah. and I have to tell you, I fucking struggled. You know, and i'm I, I I like to think I'm not a moron. But having to like type up notes and then keep an eye on what was being said on the screen. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. It I was would,
1: tough. I would have to tell Cody if I was writing something down or looking something really up really quickly, being like, Cody, what are they saying? So he would say <laughs> it out loud. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, I was on my own to take the notes, but
1: we had just done
3: this uh, for the audition.
1: For audition, yeah, for yeah. the yeah. movie audition. Yeah. So and, we're
3: pros now, yeah, I and, guess. And that was pretty much the same. But actually, having just said that, the wanted poster in this German film was in English.
4: Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I don't know. Oh, cool. Actually, I don't know why. I will uh, say, though, the subtitles for the YouTube vid- for this YouTube video, um, and I guess for anyone else out there, by this time, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and watch the whole film. Yeah, absolutely. But there were points where, like, the white meshed with like anything white background it so did. i was just like what that. what does that say like
0: just, yeah
1: <laughs> it's a little hard
0: macaroni finds uh two cups at billy's place while searching for him uh he has red hot chili peppers beavers and boothead posters <laughs> and a big yep. doll like just to remind you it's the 90s uh, yeah. <laughs> America. what do american guys have on their walls
1: that's where it's like what what do young american guys I mean, are do, into do
3: you guys not go to sleep with a Miss Piggy doll?
4: (laughs) No. But I did like Beavis and Butthead.
2: I think they were like, so, okay, so he is American and young, so let's have Beavis and Butthead and Red Hot Chili Peppers. But he's also gay. So, let's have Miss Piggy. Um, He plays Billy's... I had had Audrey Hepburn on my wall when I was younger. Yes, my dad gave it did give me a funny look when I purchased it. Uh, <laughs> that was my That's poster. So so yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a giveaway. Should have had Miss
0: Piggy. Uh, macaroni plays uh, Billy's Answering Machine, which has a bunch of messages from other guys who have slept with him and want to see him again. Um, Relatable. Does... <laughs> There's uh, there's one that's like uh, yeah uh, so I need to do it again uh, my wife and kids can't know though and there's like another one that was like, <laughs> one, and I was like uh, yeah I brought an uh. army outfit this time uh, to try out. <laughs> well, that one,
3: wait. that one with the wife and kids, did did you guys catch that he said call us again, just not uh, my wife. Uh, uh, no,
2: I mean? didn't know. All <laughs> oh, oh. I got was sweet
0: ass. <laughs> 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 Uh, Macaroni takes a shower whilst doing a voiceover about not knowing whether or not he wants love. Um, when Babette picks his luck, uh, takes a knife to the shower, and does a full-on Psycho reference, where I don't even think this was a rip-off of the Psycho theme. I think they genuinely used yeah, the theme. Yeah,
3: it was just the theme. <laughs> you know that knife was bigger than the, the little clutch that she had, too, right? She had a full-on oh, magic trick. yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, she's she's there to have sex with him uh, and has brought condoms. But her bag starts moving and making noises, and of course the killer condom is there. Um, and we get a rather elaborate setup for uh, a condom death scene. Oh my <laughs> Where, oh god. Um, yeah. He shoots the bag at first, uh, but the condom escapes, uh, and he tries shooting it around the apartment. So he gets Bobette to hook up a hose... <laughs> to the gas and uh tries making the condom uh tries to make the condom bite it thinking it's his dick it works i mean this condom's seen a lot of dicks how did it fall for that
4: yeah that's uh, question
0: <laughs> but it, it works and the condom just keeps getting larger but it can't turn off the gas and the condom fucking explodes <laughs> i mean what a death scene
2: but we do see from the point of view of the condom. We do, yeah. And the I was going to bring that up. Great, it's, yeah. It's two of a pair of glasses, <laughs> so I think that's maybe why. Maybe the condom didn't have contacts in. Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love
0: that. Yeah, great scene. Really great scene. Um, and uh, the autopsy that follows is is just as great. So Wilma's doing the autopsy. She's got a she's got a cigarette on the go. Uh, like everyone else in this film, and explains the condom is artificial and was created by someone. It's a cross between a giant worm, jellyfish, and piranha.
3: I mean, it does look like a sandworm from Dune. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> that I'll be able to watch Dune the same way after this movie.
0: <laughs> it does, actually. Now you say that it really didn't like the worms from Dune. You know what
2: Did H.R. guy again?
0: He wouldn't have had ah, he change. might have had something uh, to do with... He may have. He mm. may have had something to do with it. Do you think he designed... Which one do you think he designed first? Oh, Doom was way before this, wasn't it? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely what it's given me as well. Uh, Sam apologises for not believing Macaroni, but goes on to tell him how he doesn't like Billy. Because he's a hustler, and how he thinks Macaroni should go straight... Um, but is having none of it, and he tells him he's not interested in women; he he just wants men. Are you are you researching Hitchcock? I, I am.
4: Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Sergio's doing the I same thing. I actually am thing. too. I like,
1: <laughs> I like how like there's a this is a very actually pretty important scene because. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm 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 with you here.
4: I, I also agree. This is
1: great. To see him really stand
3: up for himself and say because it's. It, it does point out something interesting that, like, Sam is like, no, it's not that he's a guy. It's that, you know, he's he's a criminal and he does drugs, even though it's only weed. Yeah. And uh, and I just think he's not good for you. You should just get yourself a good woman. Like, that, that felt very, like, very, like, something that you would hear from, like, your family member who doesn't want to just, like, straight up rebuke you for being gay. They just don't want you to end up with a guy. Like, just end up with a oh girl. And, like, it'd be
0: so much easier. Like... Yeah, honestly, Scott, I I I had the exact conversation with someone uh, that I knew, like this exact conversation of someone telling me that it was upsetting a certain family member that I was gay and that I should go straight because it's not fair on them. And it's kind of like when I was watching this, I was like, "Whoa, relatable <laughs> content or what?" You know, this is this is this happens. People talk like this. It's it's ridiculous, yeah. but people genuinely talk like it. it it's crazy. Yeah.
1: But it, exactly, it's such a good point in the movie where we already know what kind of guy Sam is. Sam, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam is, and at this point, I feel like um, it's. There are moments where, like, I feared that it was going to get a little too preachy, but no, it was like he was legitimately like, "Go fuck yourself," but in much better words. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, it leads to him doing a voiceover about how he's unsure of uh, new york city's right for him and if his mother would approve of his lifestyle uh this is when we get the little uh little what would you call this this I it was a flashback was it where we get to see his mum. yeah, yeah. And,
3: mm. and i think this is a good time for us to also point out the like really stereotypical, like, strings music that plays in the yes. background every time he goes back to back in, back in Sicily. This is Everything what it would have up. been like.
2: Was it given the
0: Godfather?
2: Um,
0: Amazing! Yes. That- yeah. 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 yes! Yes! <laughs> it was given the Godfather.
2: Very
1: Mafia, very Mafia.
0: Yeah. Um, Picture it, Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> We get more killer condoms crawling out of the drain. Um, a lady sits on a bench in a park uh, and is attacked by a condom that jumps out of a bin and attaches itself to her nose.
1: I I was what I like. I had to say this out loud during watching. Was like, so are we say? Are we making like a nose, a big nose, penis joke here? Like, <laughs> this almost feels <laughs> like anti-Semitic.
3: Like, yeah,
0: I was like, oh yeah. no, they went there. They yeah. went there. <laughs> so- yeah. It kind of come it, it maybe didn't come across like that actually um yeah I this would have been like, like this that's
1: true this scene in particular would have worked in like an episode of family Guy where they said something yeah. and panned to like this woman like with the skyline of New York
2: City <laughs> behind her yeah. yeah she saves the day though she just save end. the day she does
0: does save so. the day. <laughs> um a Republican presidential candidate uh dick <laughs> dick mcgovern of course is uh, is doing a speech and uh tells everyone to believe in god and morals he's had enough of drugs and perversity and wants to make america clean again
2: Ew. that reminds mm. me of someone <laughs>
4: who <Ew. laughs>
0: yeah. um yeah, macaroni goes to. Mis- did, did, was it stated that he was Republican? Yes. Oh, okay. On, yeah, oh,
2: yeah, I, I yeah. just thought you. Deceived. Oh no, no, no! Literally said. Like uh, Republican, Republican. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, 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 yeah. I, I know. didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that until after the fact because I think in a broadcast they were like they attacked Republican. Yeah, um, yeah. Person. Blah 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 blah. Yeah,
3: and and I was also a little bit confused because there was a there was a presidential candidate with the last name McGovern, uh, in the U.S. in the seventies.
0: Oh, okay.
3: He was like he he lost I think to I think to Nixon and he lost really really really
1: really badly because like, his dick was blown off? No. Oh okay, never mind. <laughs> no.
3: Um but that so that's why I was a little confused, like why they were almost invoking that image for, for this guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that was intentional then.
3: I don't think so, because his last name is spelled differently, and we see his oh, name whoa. spelled. <laughs> there was like there, oh. in this movie, there was a U in it somewhere, but
0: yeah. Well, if he if he lost to Richard Nixon, and this guy's first name is Dick, do Richard. you think they're, they're trying to go for a bit of both there, Dick McGovern? Maybe,
2: or maybe they just once he loses his dick. Spoiler alert! He's just <laughs> McGovern. Yeah. McGovern lost by a landslide. Yeah. And this Dick McGovern, now he's lost his dick, is told that he's going to lose by a landslide.
0: <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Yeah. Like, so much that is. thinking
0: for this film. <sighs> wow. I know. Um, we get Killing Me Softly with this song again. Nice. Um, when Macaroni goes to visit Bobette. Barber- is that one time? a tutor thank you thank you <laughs> um macaroni visits bobette and brings her a gift a travel iron Yes. <laughs> useful i mean you gotta iron your clothes is that yeah yeah um, i
1: i gave him a lot of credit in this scene where i was like i did go like oh it's because he like you know now because i think he says it later on says um you have so many clothes now, maybe you could use this. But also, it could come off as, like, he just picked something random that he had at home and just wrapped it up. Well, it
3: it could be either one, but it's, like, I feel like I feel like this is also, like, it it at least took me back to some of the first interactions that I would have with, like, family members immediately after coming out, where they, like, Did they give you an iron? No. But, like, like you have this conversation where, like, they're trying to be accepting and they still, you can tell they don't still get it, but, like, they're at least giving an attempt and it, like, you just have to be like, oh, thank you. Like, like that.
1: Well, your mom hasn't come up to us and been, like, sleigh queen yet. Yes. Yes.
4: (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh macaroni um i thought it was maybe a play on the old sort of um 40s 50s housewife you know and his uh, luigi's persona is that manly man from the film noir oh uh, yeah i imagine he okay. would give his wife um a, an iron as a
0: gift yeah, yeah but he doesn't view
3: Bob as his wife. He views Bob as his mother. Everybody knows that. And
0: mothers are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Macaroni spots Billy at the hotel of a client um, and wants to uh, talk to him, but is told to wait until he's done. And in one of the best scenes of the film, Bobette, um, in her best outfit so far, um, yes. performs a lip sync to a cover of Teach Me Tiger. Um, And this is performed by a band called the Sisters Fister, but with a P, so Uh, Perfister. Okay. (laughs) Um, Macaroni Meets Billy in the Anger, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I'd never heard it before, and and, uh, it played. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm putting this on my Spotify. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) I love that song.
0: Uh, macaroni meets billy in the elevator and they have sex in there uh and the sex is so good to the point it breaks the elevator yeah the Um,
3: elevator's like going like first floor fourth floor second third (laughs) all over the place and like i love that they've had a a crowd like slowly gather outside the elevator like just watching in awe but we cannot skip past the fact that the guy that billy was about to sleep with had his shirt tucked into his underwear with the tails coming out (laughs) the bottom of the underwear.
1: I was like, have I been doing this all wrong this entire time? Like, (laughs) but I don't mean to bring everything down because this was a funny like, uh, go back and forth between, uh, Babette like, lip syncing and them having sex, but it is a little bit sad, at least from Babette's point of view. Because she's so I feel like she's so like broken, knowing that she'll never be with Luigi and how she performs that song. I mean, again, maybe I'm giving her a lot more credit, but like she did really sell it for me. Yeah. And it was it was kind of tragically beautiful. And wow, I'm gonna leave I'm saying that about no, killer Condom. No, I,
3: but <laughs> I, I agree with you. I, I legitimately thought from the way the scene was playing itself out that the doors were gonna open and it was just gonna be her looking into the two of them in an elevator. Like as soon as she gets done seeing the song that's clearly like meant to be for him, that she sees him with Billy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's. uh... But I think maybe she also realizes because she she says well done afterwards. Yeah. also realizes that it's an unhealthy relationship.
4: That maybe
2: you know she has to let go, yeah, because it's she's never gonna have that affection that she wants, and that she'd be better off finding it somewhere else. Wow.
1: Also, just very reminded me of like Cabaret, like maybe this time. (laughs) I do
4: understand what you mean, though.
2: (laughs) You know,
1: you know. They should have had that song. She should have lip synced that song.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they should have had Liza Minnelli playing by there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now they definitely did
3: not have the budget for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, they walk out. Maybe twenty years later, <laughs> they, they walk out of Sex in the City too. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> they uh, they walk out of the elevator proudly, and everyone applauds them and congratulates them for it. Um, yeah. And, I don't know if the congratulations are sincere from Babette. To be honest, like, I, don't, I don't know. No, I think it is.
2: I think it's Babette letting go and just so sort of, "Okay, this is I, I need to live for me now and not for yeah. Luigi."
0: Very, very life affirming for a film called uh, "Killer Condom." <laughs> um, someone slaying in a red dress goes to see McGovern in the bath. Um, can we talk about how amazing mm-hmm. she looks? She, she looks great. She was serving a look. Um, yeah, there's a killer condom riding on a fucking rubber duck towards him. Uh, Jaws being back. Um, and he jumps off the duck, bites <laughs> off McGovern's dick, and jumps out of the back with it.
1: Oh my god. This is, this so, is so... The minute that I saw that condom on the rubber ducky, yeah. I was like... It's a rubber on a rubber. No, you said it's a rubber on a rubber. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, movie.
0: <laughs> very, very great. Very satisfying scene. Um, <laughs> again, there's a few characters in this film where it really sets them up to the point where you're like, okay, this condom's got to get them.
2: It's It's got to get them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming we're assuming that that the uh, the young blonde woman wasn't his wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are we assuming that? Um, I
3: mean, it's a, it's a Republican politician, so it's safe to assume. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean,
1: she really dragged him later on. Oh my did, god! Oh, yeah! She was like, oh, it was it was small. It I was don't even super know how found it sounded.
0: Like, <laughs> oh yeah that that is a great scene uh, she's just <laughs> she's just like yeah he only went for a president because he had a small dick <laughs> uh, Damn, two brothers reading about the condoms in the newspaper with the headline i i think it said dickless dicks but also love no yep. what it said again it's an english newspaper where everyone's talking german <laughs> yep that's oh, the yeah, yeah, same thing
3: there it the it was printed in English,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> which means that people who may have seen this at the original release wouldn't have gotten the joke because they no. wouldn't...
0: <laughs> Oh, um, whilst they're reading it, one of their kids finds a condom and starts waving it around at them. Oh, I was so like,
1: who? How did they get a kid to just hold a condom like that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay, this is trauma. That condom's going to eat him. It. It's going to eat that kid. I, I I, was convinced that was going to happen. So I was very surprised when it didn't go there. Yeah. It. What I found was the mother was horrified yeah.
2: <laughs> because of the idea of killer condoms. But surely if your kids picked up a condom in a park anyway, yeah. <laughs> even without killer condom stories
0: going around, you're going to be horrified.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. This is where we're introduced to Sally, um, another detective, who's brought to the station to aggressively stare at someone for an interrogation. This is where she creates more, you know, she creates a a gust of wind and the guy she's interrogating, his hair's blowing everywhere. (laughs) Oh, was that wind?
3: I just thought it, I I thought that she inspired so much fear in him, his hair stood out straight. (laughs) Do you think... And I and I hope that this is not me generalizing. Uh, do you think that she is meant to be like the lesbian version of Macaroni? Yeah, because I did. at I, some point yeah. she said, you know I don't touch those things. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of about condoms.
0: I immediately thought that as well, yeah. Especially with that line of dialogue. It's, I think mean, it's definitely implied that she's also uh, that she's a lesbian. Which, um, is, which also
3: it, it makes complete sense why she seems to be so much better at her job than he is, but...
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn. what did we think to the hair <laughs> coconut head hair interesting <laughs> um, yeah. Mitch
1: is a serious serious person I guess
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't Macaray take any shit <laughs> he has uh, he to do some research into the church uh, in, into the hospital church the chapel why I what? missed that. Did you? Well yeah. the guy
3: that they were interrogating mentioned the chapel, right? Oh, oh there we
0: go. This... Oh I missed that. Oh, excuse me. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, because the, the 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 what's the character's name? The girl cop. The lesbian cop that we oh, think I, is I, I did
3: I did not get her name. But they, they also seemed like they had each other's backs, which is the other reason why I felt that she may be yeah. lesbian that like they were like they were kind of together fighting against this institution that didn't
2: really like buy into their lifestyle
1: well she like oh, yeah. made him talk right that's yeah yeah she had like the trick to make him talk
2: oh yeah because that was a lot of dialogue quite was, yeah it? Yeah. Okay. yeah that was when I really struggled <laughs> to keep her the, yeah,
0: no. yeah this is when we get the uh, the woman who's with uh, McGovern telling the cops uh, reading McGovern to Phil um there's a, a news report about the killer condoms and macaroni's boss has to give a press conference on it uh, where he's just basically just laughed at uh, yeah the cops gather around and are informed about professor boris boris Smirnoff, a guy who won a science academy award for being uh, good at creating stuff with rubbers uh but he's also been kidnapped hasn't he yes it's, yeah. it's the idea that he is
2: kidnapped. Or they—they they think he's been kidnapped, but they definitely think that he's behind the killer condoms.
3: Yeah, yeah because they—they they said he won some sort of award that I took to be like some version of the Nobel Prize or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: And I do—I like- do admit at this point on, I the—the the story does start to get outlandish because yeah, yeah, all these yeah. other elements that are coming in where I'm like trying to follow so if i ask you guys for what your thoughts are because i'm still putting mine together um just so you guys know
0: oh <laughs> well, yeah no the, the plot is so complex from this point onwards like i just tried to shorten it down as much as i could in my notes to where it still makes sense <laughs> without with, having to repeat everything that was said um
2: i think it's no mistake that his name is smyrna yeah. <laughs> in a parody of american <laughs> cinema where the potential bad guy is definitely Russia. Yeah, <laughs> yes. definite.
0: Got a um, more reference there, I feel. The boss interrupts. He's absolutely fuming. He wants them to put a, a plant. Put on, he wants a plant put on the gay scene. Um, and he wants Sam to dress up like a homosexual and investigate something that leads to a parody. It's absolutely a parody of cruising. Um, macaroni dresses him up like Al Pacino And the and yeah. uh, other guys In that film, he, you know, he has a harness on He puts a yellow handkerchief In his pocket and tells him That signals that he doesn't want to have sex And to leave him alone um, He goes to a club very much like One of the clubs from and uh, With a hat mm-hmm. on, just like Al Pacino um, I, I
2: feel like it's actual Shot taken
0: from Cruising. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> I, th- I think it's shot for shot Um he uh, he starts making eyes with this uh, with this guy with a great mustache in the in the bar, and the next minute he's back at the police station and punches Macaroni because the guy <laughs> pissed on him because of the yellow handkerchief. Was
3: that the same guy who pissed on him? Because what I thought is that he made eye connection. Uh, he made connections um, with this guy, and then he had that flashback remembering that that was the guy that he watched. Be, uh, be in that, like, S&M
4: oh, hookup cool. with yeah. Babette.
3: Yeah. And he's like, I know what you're into. And then I thought that the, like, being, like, someone pissed on his leg is, like, just completely separate and a joke with the yellow handkerchief.
1: I thought it was the same because Sam, for some reason, his version of saying no is like...
4: Yeah. <laughs> he's like, for some reason, he's like, no,
1: I'm not doing it. And I'm like, what? So I thought... <laughs> Since it kind of made him feel like, okay, that's the go ahead to do it,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like exactly it's the same person. So. Yeah, that that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we get a great line of dialogue here as well, where uh, Macaroni says to uh, says to Sam, "Whatever you think of those boys, they're just trying to have fun," uh, and and then it, it goes to now they're being attacked by rubbers and we have to stop it. But again, it's it's also somewhere it's like, yeah, okay, can you not kink shame these people while you're going in?
2: Uh, investigating in a in a gay bar. Yeah. Um, so this is where we get the English dialogue. <laughs> so when he says when uh, Sam asks, well, what would red mean, Luigi says fist fucking in English. In English. <laughs> so I don't know if there's no German term for fist fucking. <laughs> uh, but it's the only piece of English dialogue in this film is fist fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my um, god. The woman who had a nose bitten off by the condom uh, tried speaking to them in, in another language. Was it
2: Spanish? I think hmm. it didn't, they didn't. I thought it was Asian. French.
1: French. But Maybe. I think they were trying to make it seem like it was Spanish? No. I don't know why I thought it was Spanish, too. Yeah. But I mean, I. But not like. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I was confused by the fact that some other woman came over trying to help, and then that woman also didn't speak the same language. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, why did she? Why did she go over there?
0: <laughs> yeah, they literally just started speaking to each other in that language. Like, yeah, she, she had no idea. She, would, she didn't know anyone to translate. Um, Macaroni thinks that she's saying, and this is quite funny. He thinks that she's saying, "There's a killer condom at the hospital chapel." Uh, So he understood that much and goes there. Um, You know, it's a good lead. It's a good lead for a guest. (laughs) Um, Billy arrives at the station and translates what the woman is saying straight away. Um, She spots a man on a picture that is at the hospital chapel with the condoms. So Macaroni goes to speak to Dr. Riffleson um, about the guy on the picture and uh, she tries telling him to get a wife as she presses a button under her desk.
2: Well, the guy in the picture is a Chinese man, isn't he as well? Which, again, your villain in a parody of American cinema. You have one Russian man and you have one Chinese man as your villains. I'm like,
0: yeah, slapping you in the face, I I definitely think. Uh, The the Nose Woman leads Sam uh, and another cop to a secret area in the chapel. The cops enter and gunshots are heard uh the chinese man comes out and takes the woman into the secret area with him macaroni hears the screen in at uh, screening screaming and uh gunshots and finds a secret area to which he just falls down it and falls down the stairs
3: <laughs> this was so funny because well i think we watched it like two or three times because, and, and just rewound and watched it again that made him giggle because <laughs> like he... you can see... You can see they, like, literally just had a rag doll and threw it down yeah. the stairs. Because like the arms go, like, flailing outwards.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Um He he finds Professor Smirnoff uh, in what is an underground lab where he's making the killer condoms. And Smirnoff reveals uh, he does it in exchange for red jelly from uh, Dr. Riffleson. What's
2: red jelly? I thought he was
1: saying, bl- like, he was trying to Think of blood, but he kept saying red jelly over again. So I yeah, guess jelly.
3: it's well, just jelly. Well, and it it seemed to me that the that the red jelly was produced in some way from the penises that were bit off by the condoms.
4: Ew. Wait, oh.
1: are the are the condoms eating the dicks? I think so. So they have. I thought they did. They say that they had
3: stomachs. Well, they're. Not, I don't think they're digesting them, but the condoms bite off the penis. And then... And then bring it back to... That, w- that was, uh, again, this is where to the
1: listeners, if you have not watched this film, this is where it gets very complicated very, very quickly. Well, I mean, what do you guys think? Because I don't think we really discuss, like, what happens after the initial attachment or biting off.
0: Well, we've seen a few times where it just spit the dicks out. Um, okay. But at so the they're, same time, I mean, yeah,
1: killer condoms, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's implied that they have one of uh macaroni's balls. So
2: But the intention, so as it's the big reveal and the reasoning behind it all is simply castration. Yeah. There's no real reason for them to keep the penises. True. Unless but the penises produce. are never found.
1: Yeah. They they make it a thing to like they could never find them.
2: Which is which
3: is why because I thought that at some point Dr. Revelson was like the you know it, it benefits her, what she's trying to do because the penises get bitten off and then and then from that she's able to make his red jelly and give it to him.
1: Yeah, I thought he was eating like some sort of red infused blood. They just put the penises sauce. in a blender
3: and then blended it,
2: and that's what he got. Wow.
4: <laughs>
2: right. I wonder what the health benefits are. <laughs> It's very, um, very keto. It's
1: very keto. Yeah. Um, Full of I don't know. Dreams. We could we could be so off because we tend to do that a lot. Is be off on
2: interpreting things. I feel like maybe things. the filmmakers just didn't want to explain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's called killer condom. Do we really need to explain everything?
0: But there, a, I don't know. There is a lot of words in this sequence um, where he goes into yeah. a lot of detail. Um, With a lot of scientific terms and such, so I kind of feel like he did, but it was just so over the top of. Do you think it's scientifically accurate
2: what he? Oh, of course,
0: of course, yeah, no, (laughs) it's (laughs) obvious. Sorry,
2: Sorry, I forgot I was sat next to Marie Curie. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am. I do apologise.
0: Doctor Doctor reveals uh, she's waiting for the return of the Lord on December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. To judge and, and that's the where cases.
3: I, and that's where I was like, did this really just all lead up to a
0: Y2K thing? Y2K, <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what it was going for. Uh,
2: Unfortunately, I couldn't afford the rights to 1999 by Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get Killing Me Softly? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doctor uh, Doctor Riffleson shows Macaroni uh, that she's kidnapped Bobette, uh, Sam, the hotel manager. Uh, the other cop that went to investigate and uh, the woman without a nose, uh, she reveals that she's created a large killer condom in a tank just for him and his 38 centimetres penis uh, and then orders him to get his penis out, to which uh, Macaroni tries telling her that there, that there isn't a God that would want all of this to happen with all the murder and everything. Um, but she insists uh, that he would and that he made macaroni to use his penis on women and create children, not to stick in young men's behinds. Yeah.
2: So that is a whole point. It's yeah. all, religious it's all a religious thing.
0: Yeah. Born from homophobia
2: and mm-hmm. um, the need mm-hmm. for... The Bible's saying nothing against useless ejaculation. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it? The, so the idea is that condoms are a waste of... <laughs> well, don't what it, crop this and put this on. <laughs> what it what it actually is
3: referring to is there. There is a a section of the Bible, I think it's in Ruth, where um where basically there's this guy who like he he masturbates and just comes on the floor instead of coming inside the woman to to avoid getting her pregnant because it, this is a real Bible story because. <laughs> Um, (laughs) he
1: my lord because
3: he wants if i'm remembering it correctly he's like a like prince or a king or something and he doesn't want to have kids and his heirs to be with this woman he wants this other woman who's much prettier but like he has to like wait for some period of time to get together with her for reasons that I, I don't recall but basically the the like and then he gets punished for spilling his seed um <laughs> for no reason so so wow. th- there is some biblical root for what she's talking about
0: the the bible sounds way dirtier than i expected it that wasn't me. in like, the greatest story
2: ever told <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, might have to give us a read what would what you call it again the bible. <laughs> Danielle Steele. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that, that is, yeah. Oh, God. Um, that, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I
1: like how that story has stumped us, and none of the rest of the movie.
0: <laughs> like... Wow. Um, yeah, Fist fucking didn't, but coming over the floor in the you... Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Billy arrives in time to distract Dr. Riffelson. Uh, Macaroni gets away from her and Riffelson accidentally shoots Smirnoff's chains, which frees him. Um, Smirnoff tries biting Riffelson for the red jelly, but they uh, both fall over and are both knocked unconscious. Now, oh, I'm wow. assuming
2: Smirnoff dies at this point.
0: Do we see him again?
2: You never see him again. Oh, okay. This is I don't think we do. Very sad ending for him. Yeah. didn't get his red jelly. Um, <laughs> he
0: didn't get his. Cock smoothie They didn't know <laughs> 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 uh, A condom Attacks Macaroni but Billy saves him By putting his hand in the way and then confesses His love for him uh, Riffleson regains consciousness And holds a gun to Billy threatening to kill him if Macaroni doesn't jump into the tank of condoms But She really looked like Kate Bush at this like point. Kate Bush. it was really
2: off putting. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, Kate Bush has lost the plot. <laughs> she, really, she really did. Yes. I, I hate when people look too much like a celebrity because it's really off putting. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe Kate Bush is doing this. <laughs> um,
3: so I do have a question how. How do you think uh, Billy putting his hand in the way stopped this giant condom? Because it's already been established <laughs> that they are capable of eating flesh that isn't a penis because it ate the woman's nose. Yeah.
0: Also, and it bites his hand, though, isn't it? It does bite his hand, but also, how did his hand save the day when apparently he has like the biggest dick on the planet? So, I mean, could the but condom not moved ex- in midair? It's an <laughs>
2: extra large condom, though, isn't it? No, I think
0: mean, it's a normal one that did it oh
2: okay yeah well he could have used his penis to bat away the condom <laughs> It
0: <was> <laughs> that big. This, this is just uh, <laughs> this is just illogical i can't <laughs> believe it <laughs> um yeah but it, it takes the chunk out of his hand um... it doesn't take but it, the point it's is it? Didn't, yeah
2: it, 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 he does luigi does look at the hand afterwards mm and say, oh, you know, you've been... I don't know what he says. I can't remember. <laughs> um,
1: no, I do like he... I like that Billy just nonchalantly says, like, I love you, cop. And I'm like, all right. <laughs>
0: Relax. <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is when uh, Macaroni gives a massive speech um, about hypocrisies uh, within religion uh, and the fact that mm-hmm. Riffelson wants to kill all these people uh, whereas these, uh, you know, all the the members of the LGBTQ community she wants to kill, they're just living their lives and not actually harming anybody. Um, but you know, she thinks God wants her to uh, to kill all these people. Who are the people that start
2: collecting? Behind oh, you have no it? idea who
0: those people oh, are. Worse, though. I, <laughs> thought
1: that... <laughs> I thought they were the patients there. I yeah. thought like they like. Well somehow found their way down there. <laughs>
0: um yeah, I mean he says at one point he's, he's like, oh I could see the light, I could hear the angels singing. i was like Are they supposed to be angels? Like they're <laughs> they twelve disciples. With twelve yeah. of them. Uh, it, it really wouldn't surprise me with this film if that's what it was going for.
2: Um <laughs> a Bible story I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> and not half as exciting as the one that I've learned today.
0: <laughs> uh, Riffleson tries shooting herself, but it's a fake gun with uh, a flag saying, I love you, coming out at the end of it. Um, so instead, she just throws herself into the pool of killer condoms. And yeah.
3: dies immediately.
0: like immediately. The second to she touches
3: her. the water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Macaroni quits his job despite his boss telling him how much of a great detective he is, uh, whilst Sam uh, is having a conversation with Babette, who uh, thinks he's sexy, despite being homophobic.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did find it funny where the uh, his boss, Luigi's boss, says, oh, you're our top guy, despite doing nothing but calling him a prick and lazy. I know, yeah. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely. Again, I definitely must have been one of the lethal weapon yeah. films. Where sort of at the end they turn to Mel Gibson, "You're our best guy now." <laughs> his well, name is.
3: and I love that. Like the police captain is like, "You are, you are our best cop. How about not coming to work for a month?" <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> you almost died. Four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah, four, four <laughs> weeks. To do.
2: You take four weeks off,
0: uh, and for a really touching ending uh macaroni decides he's gonna take billy home to uh sicily to meet his mother yeah yeah and that's uh <laughs> and that's killer condom
2: that's killer condom the what film that
0: we chose that we, that we sent to you guys uh on our, on our list the film that i put on the list thinking oh that, that'll make for a fun fun trashy episode but how complex was that plot and uh, all that commentary and everything? <laughs> way more than I know. Than yeah, what's uh, something
1: I did not expect from this title alone? And honestly, that's the magic of it: is yeah. go in blind, don't don't you know ha- have pre notions about it. Yeah. I think that was the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I,
3: I do think, you know, my only real criticism of the film is I is, is that the plot just got so complex in the last like 10% of this movie yeah. that it seemed to be like fairly fairly easygoing and then out of nowhere we just like went way up in complexity. I feel like you could have done you could have done the same things where it came down to like the villain just uh hating sinners and being very like religiously based in what they're doing without like having to have this this scientist who's rushing out of nowhere be the one making these things like i don't know i feel like there are better ways to do it
1: but i liked it it was good i thought at some point i'm just like just take me movie just take me for (laughs) the ride (laughs) (laughs) i i do think at some point like in the a portion of it was dragged on a little bit, but then we got there, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, a film like this has absolutely no right being an hour and 47 minutes. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's too long, too long. Uh, oh, oh, very good. It's too long. <laughs> ah! <laughs> are,
2: are you still not? No. No, not. no are, we, are we still talking cocks? Yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> there we are. But yeah, I was making a valid point <laughs> about this very serious film. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. We, we watch. brought it either. Um, oh, Yeah, I thought it was too long. I think some of the jokes repeated themselves. But I loved how it got in themes that I wasn't expecting. There were layers to the film um, that I wasn't expecting. And I, I just, I love when a film does that. Because, you know, if you're trying to t- teach a lesson, Really, you mm. know, and it wasn't preachy, but it was trying to teach a lesson yeah. about acceptance, yeah. Um, mainly, you know, lure people in, and then teach them a lesson that they may not have gone out of their way to want to learn. Mm. If mm-hmm. this film was called Gay Detective, you know, no, a lot of people wouldn't have watched the film, mm. really. Mm-hmm. But call it Killer Condom, and people are like, okay, I I need to watch this, yeah. And then they find out that it's uh, a gay film Ooh. and a positive gay film. And they may learn a little something yeah. by the end.
0: Yeah, hopefully. absolutely.
2: Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I th- mean, even in the moments
1: where it got like a little bit too preachy, especially at the end with his monologue, even then it was played for comedic effect because you could yeah. you had that little bit where it got through. But then he then, his inner monologue came on. and was just like... Man, the word just came out, guys. <laughs>
3: yeah, I did. I, I I did wish that like we had just been able to get the end of the uh, of his big we speech. We did. We didn't though. It was like because his it, when his internal voice took over, he's like, "Yeah, I just like it. Just took me, and I just kept going." And I'm like, "How long did he stand here and speak to to like this crowd
2: for?"
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd like to hear the uh, the full version of that without the uh, without the voiceover. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Because it's Sermon of the Mount with the people
0: gathering yeah. around. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think, Gasman? No, I loved it. I uh, yeah, it, it definitely an hour of forty-seven is too much, um, and I think the whole Babette thing, just yeah, it could have been handled better. Um, but I think overall, for a film released in nineteen ninety-six, you know that is it, it's great pro. A lot of what happens in this film is great progress. Every um, film is a product
2: of its time. Yeah. You know and. Obviously if it was made today,
0: they would hopefully yeah. do a lot of things oh, differently. Yeah in them yeah,
2: respects.
0: Like. Uh yeah, and if anyone wants to watch it again, it's on YouTube in full. Um with good quality titles. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. As, yeah. Sometimes
2: with the YouTube ones you'll like, hear, who's that? Yeah. yeah. That? <laughs> we, were, we we're watching the uh, Gay Deceivers Unfortunately. on YouTube. Um are you aware of the Gay Deceivers? No. no. you know the famous clip? where the woman stands on his flowers and he says, I, I don't know my flowers, but I know a bitch when I see one. Yes, this I is have the seen film. that. This is the whole Oh my film. God. Yeah. Um, That's the best scene from, the, the, best scene from so, the film. Oh, I don't remember Okay, uh, but We were watching that recently and they cut that scene from the YouTube video of the full movie and no. uh, so you had the audio but for YouTube
0: purposes. I probably shouldn't be telling people. <laughs> is, it, is it illegal <laughs> to watch it or is it illegal to upload it? Well, I mean, The Gay Deceiver is a pretty homophobic film overall, so fuck them. Yeah, it tried. No, it tried. It was a project of its time. It did try. Yeah. Um, There's one positive gay character played by an openly gay actor, which was nice.
2: Yeah. And but can, that scene was yeah. coming up. And we were like, oh, my God, it's the scene. It's the scene. I love it. And then the screen goes black. And it was like in keeping with YouTube, what's what do what call it? We, you know, but you can guess what's happening. i like from the audio, you cannot guess what's happening. He's shouting oh about God. his peonies. You can, you have no idea. It's so funny.
1: Though no, little known fact, uh, the Gay Deceivers was a second choice for our podcast name.
2: Oh, oh no.
1: no, no! I'm totally joking, totally <laughs> joking. Are you, are you trying not to uh, join the
2: army? You know? <laughs> that is the plot of that <laughs> film. Been drafted. That, that is the plot. Oh of lord. Yeah, they, they pretend to be gay to get out of going to Vietnam.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, for filming the sixties. I'm sure you can imagine how that goes. <laughs> but it's
2: like an episode of the Brady Bunch. Like yeah. it's very much um, like a full length sitcom. It's yeah, got sitcom music and like all that. Like oh, I oh wow. See. And then yeah. yeah.
0: But yes, if you're a fan <laughs> of uh, if you're a fan of Killer Condom, if you're somehow a fan of The Gay Deceivers, then uh, let us know on our social media. We're Horrific Trash over on Facebook and Instagram, and Horrific Trash on Twitter. I'm Dead 92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram, and GazCruise92 on Twitter.
2: I am Chris barker 823 on Instagram and Letterboxd.
0: And uh, give us a rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you're feeling generous. And uh, like and follow on Cast. Give us a rating on Spotify. Where can we find the Horror Bandwagon podcast?
1: Who knows? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we are the horror bandwagon. You can find us on all podcast platforms, at least for the most part. If you don't, you can yell at us via our Instagram, which is the horror bandwagon, mm-hmm. um, or on Twitter at horror bandwagon. that we have a website, www.thehorrorbandwagon.com, um, and a YouTube channel. You can head over to our YouTube channel. We have some fun stuff mm-hmm.
0: there. Yes, and we obviously highly recommend checking that out because you guys very, very much so. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode uh, about this surprisingly great film.
2: Yeah, thank you. You know, you showed us Jaws the Revenge and we showed you a really great film, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Um, We did end up really liking this watching experience. (laughs) Thank you so much for having us on.
2: No problem at all. Yeah. I recommend watching The Gay Deceivers. Go watch <laughs> it now on
1: YouTube.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh thank even. you. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with... Uh, I don't know. I, are we saying it's an official theme? The Month of Queens? No. This no. Is the first time you've discussed uh, it with well, me. am I'm, I'm saying it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a month of Queens. It's probably um, put on the spot. Well, we're starting with PJ Souls. Oh, in. Yes rock and roll
2: high school yeah so excited to cover rock and roll high school love that film
0: lots to say yes lots to say about the ramones singing to pj souls while she's having a shower <laughs> yes yeah, so. yeah yeah um uh, but yeah so we'll there's be a lot great things no there's a lot, <laughs> there's of, great a lot of great things to say. clint howard's in it so. weird things so. to say <laughs> uh, we'll be back same time same place next week bye